episode of the Expedition Marriage Podcast is brought to you by the Grace Over Perfection Podcast with Allison Simmons, where I share how busy, stressed out women can learn to stop striving for unattainable perfection and instead experience peace and joy as they are transformed by God's grace right in the middle of their mess. You can find the Grace Over Perfection Podcast on most any podcast app or at graceoverperfection.com. Today, I am excited to welcome you to episode 29 of the Expedition Marriage Podcast, where Chris and Jamie will continue their five-part series, Ready, Set, Grow, as they share today why how you grew up matters when it comes to your marriage. Join them now as they get started. Hey, we want to thank you for joining us. So we are continuing our five-part series, Ready, Set, Grow. So clever. Yeah, you know, springtime. Spring <laughs> <laughs> nice. And today we're going to be talking about how you grew up matters or why how you grew up matters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, last episode we talked about planting seeds in your kids, mm-hmm. which if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. There's always time. And in that episode, we did draw from Proverbs 22, 6 that we need to train up a child in the way they should go. Because when they're old... Yeah. They're not going to depart from it. it. It it matters, right? The way that we model for our kids, you know, mm-hmm. in our marriages or what we model for our kids rather, that actually has an impact. And so, you know, that last episode was really more about that model for our kids. In this episode, we're really kind of looking at what's that look like in your marriage. Right. Not the modeling so much for your kids anymore, but what was modeled for you mm-hmm. has planted seeds that you may or may not be aware of what's going on. Right. You know, and and, and, I, and I talked about being Samsonite subscribers. Uh, what I meant was like... <laughs> the, I don't even understand I that. Know. What I meant was like <laughs> the Samsonite luggage, right? You know, you, know, you, you, you have yeah. all this luggage that you're bringing in because we do. Um, most of our relational issues started before we got into relationship. Mm-hmm. And so the things that happened, the things that were modeled for us plays out. Yeah. And they usually don't come out. While you're dating, no <laughs> dating. I mean, we there's a big dupe that's going on in those dating years, and I think they kind of it has to be that way. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got that love cocktail going on in our brains, sure. and we skip over that stuff. We're like floating on cloud nine. Oh, and love will fix everything. Yes, yes, because if we really just hi, my name's Jamie, and dumped out my bags, mm-hmm. you're going to run. You you are going to run. And so I think we needed that those blinders. We need that love cocktail that kind of puts the lid on some of that stuff that's going to come bubbling out in um, our married life. Oh, sure. Gets us prepared for us. Mm-hmm. It gets us locked in. Um, wait, that was the wrong term for it, wasn't it? <laughs> it's it's locked, locked in. in. <laughs> but you all know what I Sucker. mean. You all get my bags. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, actually, let's go ahead and start. Let's let's start off with a biggie, mm-hmm. right? Let's start off with children from a divorce. Yes, because that is a, a biggie. And you know, we've said this time and time again. This is not, never meant to shame anybody who has gone through a divorce. No, no. Yep. In fact, um, I just want to shout out again. We appreciate Allison so much over at Grace Over Perfection Podcast. Mm-hmm. She is a divorced woman, and she's remarried, and she's got you know children from that first marriage. And she just did a knockout episode. It's episode thirteen on her podcast, and it's called "Divorce: The Gift" in quotes that keeps on giving. Mm. And what she talks about is how divorce doesn't just fix everything. Mm-mm. 
there are some side effects that come with it. There's some pain that don't that doesn't just go away because you've gone through a divorce. But anyway, she's been on that journey because there are effects to being divorced. Sure. So no shame if that is you, but don't be, you know, fooled that there aren't side effects. There aren't fallouts that come from divorce. And so there's always redemption. God is a redeeming God absolutely, and and can heal everything, but there really are, we're in this, we do what we do to prevent divorce. Right. That's what we do. And I've actually been divorced myself, too. Mm-hmm. So that might be a shocker for some of you. And I might share some of that on this episode. <laughs> some people just swerved like back onto the road. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So no shame, but take it seriously. It's mm-hmm. not to be taken lightly. But go check out Allison's episode at Grace Over Perfection, episode 13. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, don't miss that, guys. But one of the effects that Jamie was talking about, well, it's the sleeper effect. Because mm-hmm. here's what's going, what's been going on. Since divorce has been... At, an at-will, right? A no-fault divorce. Mm-hmm. It's like insurance. Yeah. Um, yeah. But since that's been going on... It should on, be a both-fault divorce. Yeah, it should be a both-fault. <laughs> yeah, since the 70s, so we've, we've seen... There's been these studies that have been going on. There's longitudinal studies, right? Long periods of time. And... What they've been noticing in children of divorce is their war problem, right? Mm-hmm. There was, you know, behavior problems. Their grades would drop, anger outbursts, rebellion and depression and anxiety and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff that in the most part or in a large part worked itself out after yeah, a couple of years. Typically two years. Mm-hmm. And then children get termed as what? Resilient. Yes. Kids are so resilient. They're resilient. Look. But if they were... There wouldn't be so many adults with baggage. Right. And that's where the sleeper mm-hmm. effect comes in. Because even though everything seemed to improve, everything seemed to go along, then now you've got us, right? You, <laughs> you, you've got people listening to this podcast who are now getting into relationships or have gotten into relationships and their kids have a divorce. And then the trust issues awake. Mm-hmm. All these other things start yeah, to... Yeah, marriage wakes up everything that's been asleep. Mm-hmm. All those old childhood injuries, marriage wakes them up. Absolutely. You know, and that's... Guys, we've talked about this. I, I, and part of the goal of marriage is for us to become more like Christ, is to grow us. And mm-hmm. you can't grow unless you identify the things that are needing... That you need growth in. Right. You know, that's... Just part of the part of the challenge. So, not knowing that there's a sleeper effect, you don't know that you might be affected by it. And so, we've actually worked with couples before who were married for three years. They're having problems. Come to find out that you know their parents were married for thirty years, got divorced after thirty years. Well, they're sitting in the office saying, "Well, you know what? We've only been married three years, but I don't want to be yeah. married thirty years." And then for everything to fall apart then. So let's just call it quits now. Yeah, because that changed what they believed about marriage. Absolutely. Yeah. So so why struggle and waste time for the inevitable? Right. So as soon as the first problem comes up in their mind, it's like, well, we know where this is heading. Let's just take cut our loss right now. Yeah, because it makes sense for us mm-hmm. to protect ourselves from the things that we feel will hurt us. Right. And that's why we end up with so many triggers mm-hmm. in marriage. That's what happens. You can have, you can be a child, and this is divorced or not. It's going to be the same thing. Sure. You know, you can grow up in a home where maybe you have an angry, you know, father. Yeah. You have a father who yells all the time. And when you're a kid, that's very scary. Mm-hmm. That's very intimidating. And so that was one of your triggers. That was one of your fears. Well, you grow up, you you go off to college, you're out of the house, you're doing fine, you get married, all of a sudden your husband's mad about something, yeah. doesn't even have to be at you, and he raises his voice. 
you instantly will respond to that because it will take you right back into that moment. Because here's what happens to your brain with fear. You can have something that scares you. And that fear, if it's big enough, if it's painful enough, your brain will go, okay, what do I need to do? Or I'm going to do everything I need to do to make sure that never happens again. Yeah. And so now your brain becomes hyper alert, not only to my father yelling, but to anything that even looks close to being like my father yelling, which is 10, 20 years down the road, my husband raising his voice Mm -hmm. and it becomes an instant trigger. And so you end up with a husband who's going to start paying the price for the father that went before him. Right. Who doesn't understand what's going on, who thinks that, you know, you're being unreasonable, that, you know what, I'm not yelling at you. I'm just a little frustrated. And you're telling me I can't be frustrated. Yes. You act like that was something we actually went through, right? No. You went right into character like so fast with that one. No, yeah, we're, but we're it just is. giving examples. Yeah, it is. And, you know, y'all, I have married the most patient, calm, kind-hearted man there is. If he raises his voice, like all of us girls in the family are like, why are you yelling? And he's barely saying I'm anything. I'm not yelling. <laughs> no, but, you know, I have a sensitivity to that Mm -hmm. because it looks like that. And talking before, you know, I've shared on here before how I've come from a very dysfunctional family. Divorce, adultery, alcoholism, abuse, the whole smorgasbord of dysfunction. And I ended up getting married as a teenager. Mm -hmm. I was a pregnant teenager, ended up getting married. Shocker, married an alcoholic, abusive man. (gasps) I know. I know. Because train up a child in the way they should go. What's modeled. Yes, and that was kind of my normal. Mm -hmm. And here, you know, this man that I was married to before, was he was a pretty nasty alcoholic. And, you know, everybody's probably seen like the drunk face, the the drunk mannerisms and all that. Well, here's how this silly thing can play out in my marriage to my husband now. (laughs) We'll be laying in the bed late at night. And, you know, when I'm I'm probably up talking and he's like trying to, you know, put toothpicks in his eyes to stay it's awake. A, it's a quarter of one. Yes. But he'll get that tired look when he gets really tired. And a tired look looks awfully close to a drunk look. Hmm. And within seconds, I'm like, never mind. I don't even want to talk to you. It's almost like a repulsion that comes over me. And it makes no sense. Uh-uh. But it's my brain going, that drunkenness used to hurt you. I know he's not drunk, but he looks it. Mm-hmm. And that's close enough for me to protect you. Right. So all my guards go up. And so that's how your brain is desired or is designed to work. Sure. And if you don't know that's what's triggering you, if you don't know that's what's coming up, you just see that look, well, then you're just upset with your husband for wanting to sleep at a quarter of one. Um the audacity. <laughs> the audacity. How dare you? Trying to talk here. You know, but, you know, that was a little, that was, hey, if ever you are wondering what condescending or passive aggressive sounds like, <laughs> rewind back 15 seconds. So um, <laughs> anything that's like kind of like a dig. Yeah. yeah. So, but, you know, and, that, and the husband in that situation is thinking, what's going on? I'm just trying to get some sleep. Why are mm-hmm. you, you know, being so upset with me for wanting to sleep? And then we go down all sorts of rabbit trails. Right. And we don't realize that, 
these are some of the things that are causing some of the issues. Right. Right. What's behind the curtain? Well, it's this kind of stuff that has been modeled for us that then comes up in our marriage in one way or the other. Because you know what? We have these ideas of normal. Jamie, you mentioned, you know, about normal. Well, you know, we grow up in a family. We kind of think that's what yeah. normal. So if you grow up in a family that maybe is more chaotic, where there's yelling and everything's kind of in flux and, and mm-hmm. up in the air. Well, going over, you know, and getting married, if you have a calm husband, right, Mm -hmm. who doesn't argue or yells or fights, stuff like that, then that feels off. It does feel off. I really used to wonder, like, why aren't you fighting? Why, like, it would it would make me mad. Sure. Why don't you care enough? Right. Mm-hmm. You, you're putting no emotion in this. Why are you checked out? But here's the thing: you can grow up in a chaotic home, and that can shape you in so many different ways. Because we all have different personalities as well. Mm-hmm. And so, people who grow up in chaos and lots of yelling, they could normalize it. Sure. And that's just what they're used to, and that's what they get attracted to, and that's what they do, which is unhealthy. Or they can learn how to shut down and avoid it, because the only way they could survive all the screaming and yelling as a kid is to check out. Right. And so they learn how to avoid it. And you don't know that until all of a sudden you're married, and now you have a problem, and then you realize, I have zero skills, and so my I'm just going to go hang out in the garage. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to storm off. I'm going to yeah. do that. So mm-hmm. it can produce in us lots of different things. You can have a people pleaser come out of a chaotic home as much as you can have one come out of a sweep everything under the rug home. Right. Yeah. We've seen that. We've seen that time and time mm-hmm. again, where just everybody swept everything under the rug. We didn't talk about problems. And so you get married and then you start having problems and it's like, well, I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's about going back and having a conversation maybe with your spouse mm-hmm. and asking these questions like, how did your family handle conflict? Right. What was the normal? Who wore the pants in the family? Mm-hmm. What was, you know, did we walk on eggshells around anybody? Yeah. You have to look at what you were modeled mm-hmm. because it did shape you. Oh, absolutely. You know, we intentionally teach our children things all the time with the intent of they will grow up and, and remember it. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of stuff we unintentionally teach our children to. Definitely. There are no perfect parents out here. You're not going to be one either. No, yeah. Have grace for yourselves yes. and each other. Yes, but some of us, if, you, if you've if you come from an extreme home where nobody talks about anything or where everybody walks on eggshells around mom because mom's a screaming banshee all the time mm-hmm. or dad was an alcoholic, whatever it is, you've got to know that that has affected you. Mm-hmm. Depending on your personality depends on if it affected you a little bit or a lot. Right. But you were modeled that. And it shaped you. And so if you're having any issues in your marriage, you've got to be having these conversations. Sure. Going, Where did I learn that? Because we don't want, you know, Christopher, I don't want you to pay the price for something that was done to me mm-hmm. by somebody else. Right. You know, that's not fair to you. And I appreciate that. Yeah. And I also want to be the best I can. I don't want to be somebody who's trigger sensitive and has to, you know, fight, flight, or freeze all the time because I'm constantly being triggered. Right. And so you got to have these conversations, find out the roots, rip them up. If you need to get counseling and help, then that's what you do. Mm-hmm. But what you don't do is a lot of what we talked about last week was you don't settle for mediocrity. No. You don't settle for not fixing any problems and just going through life status quo. Right, because God's a God of redemption. Right. He wants us to grow. He wants mm-hmm. to sanctify us. He wants to be, make us more in the model of Christ. Right. And so we're supposed to be enjoying 
this journey of marriage. We're supposed to be enjoying it. We're going to have hard times, mm-hmm. but we've got to be people who are resilient, who know how to fix our problems, deal with them, yeah. stay grounded, stay in our covenant with each other, and stay committed to working them out because problems are going to wake up yeah. when you get married. Oh, sure. But it that's not the issue. The issue is, what do you do with them when they do? Definitely. And there's a lot of runners, and there's a lot of fighters, and there's a lot of avoiders. Yeah. Don't be those things. Don't settle for mediocrity, and don't settle for the chaos and the disconnection, because you, you deserve more in your marriage mm-hmm. for each of you. But by all means, if you're parents, your children need you to get it together. Oh, definitely. They need you because you need to be the legacy changer because Mm -hmm. when you're the legacy changer, you're sparing your kids from having to be that. That's awesome. Yes. And so the healthier your marriage is, the better it's going to be for you. And what we want to give you at the end of this, you can check the show notes. We want to give you a free download. It's it's for um, having an emotionally healthy home. And what it is, it's just some questions. It's questions you can ask one another, Mm -hmm. but really it's also questions you can ask your children. If you want to really know if you're Mm. creating and providing an emotionally healthy home, we got some questions for you to ask and take an honest account of what those answers are so you know where you might need to make some changes. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, if you have an emotionally healthy home, it's going to be a lot easier for you to enjoy the journey. 